<laughs> Hello and welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we are going to weave some scary, scary sweaters out of some scary, scary yarns. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> uh, look out short, guys. We'll be telling some tall tales. Um, <laughs> yeah. First things first, we've got some business to conduct. Yes, I have glasses now. If you're oh. watching the YouTube video, let's just get that out of the way. I'm so sorry I didn't even acknowledge them. Those are your new prescription glasses. Yes. Why didn't I even notice? I don't know. I wore them the other night. Really? Well, that means they're so natural on my face. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah. First time ever prescription glasses for Chrissy. Yep. Joining the family lineage. That's right. I was the only one who didn't have them. Of having some piss poor peepers. Ocular degeneration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other business yes, that we have more to conduct. Important business. Uh, this is our first episode after yeah. having our five episode simultaneous bonanza. Yeah. How'd you guys like it? Yeah. Hope you liked it. And thank you for joining us yeah. after a week. This is going to be the one that proves if we have lunch or not. I know. Or if uh, uh, who's who's a good Yikes. executive. What? Who's like a good like executive at like NBC or something? Or less, if Lauren Mo- less moon vest. Yeah, maybe less CBS. moon vest will be pulling the plug on us after this <laughs> if our numbers don't look up. Anyway, in episode four of Guide to the Unknown, we announced a contest. Mm-hmm. Go out there, spread the good word about Guide to the Unknown, and you would be entered to win this. A yeah. trilogy of scary stories to tell in the dark. One of the ultimate horror story companion pieces. Totally. Anyway. Or just horror. It's not even a companion piece. It's just its own thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just trying to talk fast and yeah. sound cool. Uh, many of you did. We've got a bunch of yeah, reviews. Totally. So thank you guys thank so you much. Guys. We've been reading the reviews on Apple yep. Podcasts. They are super nice. Yep. We saw a bunch of posts on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's so cool. Yeah. I feel very welcome. Yes. It's very nice. We're Being brand new, it's yep. hard to get our name out there. So yeah, we need totally. It's great. Um, but we contacted a team of scientists mm-hmm. to do an objective test to see who is the luckiest among you. That's right. And guess what? Our tests showed that the winner of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark with the original art by Stephen Gamble. Yeah, no big deal. Is Angelique. Bingo. Yes. Thank you so much. Angelique's a longtime listener of ours. She listened to us on Book Club Schmook Club. And we know her because she's been in our Facebook groups and Instagram and everything. So I was really, really happy that she won it. What Kristen's trying to say is the fix was in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Angelique, look out for this coming at you. Uh, uh, because I'm a creep, I store everybody's addresses. And yeah. uh, I believe I have I have yours on yes. file. <laughs> well, we don't just keep all of our listeners' addresses on file. Angelique has been a Patreon donor of ours. Yeah. So we have it from that. Exactly. So you know. But also yeah. there is fine print. If you listen to this show, I have complete access to your life, your social security number. Correct. You understand. Yes. Uh, congratulations, Angelique. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing the show. We hope you enjoy the show. This will be coming at you soon. Yeah, enjoy the books. Get spooky. Awesome. Get spooky. <laughs> Get spooky, y'all. Uh, okay, Kristen, before we uh, tell our tall tales, yep. our scary stories. To tell in the dark. I wanted to do something a little bit different. Okay. Uh, this is the first of uh, of many holidays mm-hmm. around which we will be releasing podcasts. That's right? right. Now, we're not theming this to Thanksgiving. Right. As people hear this out there, Thanksgiving would have been yesterday, yeah. Thursday, mm-hmm. which means mm-hmm. the day you're listening to it and or watching it, YouTube, yeah. is Black Friday. Black Friday. <laughs> so Black Friday. Ooh, yeah, Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone get out there and start <laughs> saying that. Hey, I did a live stream the other night. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Haunted Sponge on yeah, Facebook. Uh-huh. And I said I felt as stumped as Gump. Oh, my God. That's good. And I feel like that is the first time <laughs> anyone has coined like a really like perfect um, phrase like, like that. Gump. In like de- probably decades, yeah, probably like hundreds of years, maybe even. It was time. It was time. Yeah, you were fulfilling a need. Everyone out there, start using. I don't know how to do this one, boss. I'm as stumped as Gump out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm behind that. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I need That's your really support. good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to make it a whole big thing. I yeah. don't have many things here, but I figured okay. it might be fun to take a look at some Black Friday facts. Oh, okay, cool. Right, scary Obviously, ones. Uh, I mean, in like the very real way of like crime Consumerism? and murder and death. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism. The, the human illness of greed. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Black Friday obviously has a, a bit of a horrific reputation. Yeah. People going out there stomping around. Yeah. Stomping each other to death, getting tickle me almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to go online and figure out what is the truth yeah. behind the legend. Oh, okay. A little bit. Cool. And here is what I turned up. Sweet. First of all. The name Black Friday? Yeah. Some people think that... That it, is scary. I never really thought about it. What it might yeah. mean, and it's been being used since like the 50s. Yeah. What it might mean is it's the oh. day when uh, retailers, uh-huh. when their numbers are no longer in the red. Oh. They're in the black. Oh. Because it's of all It's a the red sales. and black system? Isn't yeah. that surprising? Well, wouldn't you're it... like in debt or you're not, right? Right. But like red and black? Wouldn't it be like red and green maybe? Yeah, but you got to write in green. It's about your ledger. <laughs> They need to have like a funky green pen. Yeah, I guess. A sparkly yeah. green gel pen. Yeah, okay. Uh, so wait, when you say you're in the red, it's about writing in red pen? Well, no. I mean, it literally means you are in, at a deficit. Right, right, right. You're in debt. Of right. Some sort of you lost money. Right, but you're saying... I think it's because they wrote in red in their ledgers to have it stand out. This is the amount do you, we're down. Do you know that? No. So that might not be. I'm pretty sure, though. I, I mean, maybe, but... Come at me. <laughs> I don't know. That seems like a leap, kind of. No. Like, not the furthest one, but you're like, well, when people are in debt, they write in red pens. In I've, the 50s. Uh, I've been known to take leaps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, Black Friday is rumored, of course, to carry a body count. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Stories of people being trampled. Yep. And murdered mm-hmm. just so they can get the hot new appliance mm-hmm. or Tickle Me Elmo. Mm-hmm. 20 years running, still That's the hottest right. toy in town. Absolutely. Well, guess what? I yeah. found a website. Uh huh. Simple as Google I ever did. Website blackfridaydeathcount.com. I was going to joke that it was blackfridaydeathtoll.com. Very close. Yeah. Very close. You wow. could be in competition with them. Ooh. GoDaddy.com. Maybe I should do that. It has an actual. No, I'm going to make a winks or whatever. Yeah, make a wink. Oh, a winks. <laughs> you know about? That's like a competing website to Squarespace. Yeah. 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 Well, we're a team Squarespace, so I don't want to hear that talk around here. <laughs> Unless Winks wants to sponsor us. Exactly. Yeah. If you send us a bag of money, <laughs> I might consider making talkbomb.com a wink site. Yeah. How great would it be for them if they could say talk bombs on wink? Boy, what a boon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so blackfridaydeathcount.com has an actual counter yeah. of all the deaths yeah. uh, since, I guess, the beginning of recording deaths on Black Friday. Yeah. Why don't we play a little game with this? Kristen, okay. take a stab in the dark. How many deaths do you think there were? I'm trying to think. When would this have started that people would be recording this? 90s? I th- you think? Yeah, maybe. I don't know off the top of my head. I looked at it, yeah, but I don't yeah, recall yeah. now. Maybe like 20. Kristen, <laughs> get out of town. That's outlandish. What? Hi. The number's too high. Kristen, uh-huh. according to BlackFridayDeathCount.com, 10 deaths ever. Huh. Yeah. All right. That's not good. No. But not, it's less. Not quite as bad as I thought. 105 injuries. I wonder if they count like people driving to the store and getting in car accidents and stuff. Do they? They do. Yeah. They do indeed. Mm-hmm. There are a lot counted. Wow, I'm like, really surprised then that it's 
10. I know. Yeah. It, it, like some of them. Mm-hmm. So one of the first ones, yeah. the first notable ones, uh, was back in 2008. Uh-huh. A Walmart employee mm-hmm. was trampled That's to death. so horrible. That's so crazy. I can't believe that. As customers rushed into the store. That's so bizarre. They were literally breaking the door down. Right. Trampled a person. It's disgusting. To, it really can you? That is insane. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, there are other stories about people that like were ill and collapsed, and yeah. people just ignored them. I just can't believe that. It's and so some people crazy. even stepped on them. Yeah. Um. But like you said, like mm-hmm. a lot of them are like, uh, it was like five a.m. They were driving home. They crashed. Yeah. Or um, stabbings, shootings. It's literally like they're just like, well, it happened on Black Friday. It had nothing to do with shopping, but we'll count it. Oh, um, that's weird. Even still, they only got to 10. Yeah. Oh, all right. Which is weird. So maybe Black Friday is actually like the least crimey day. Maybe. Because if we're counting all of yeah, all deaths murders. Yeah. and stuff, there are only 10 on Black Friday. It's the safest day for death. Yeah, apparently. There are also a bunch of stories about people like uh, uh, pepper spraying <laughs> oh other people in stores, which is either, think about it this way, oh maybe it's God. self-preservation because of all these stories, but people, people getting trampled. Like, don't come near me i'm gonna pepper spray you i gotta yeah. get this toaster yeah or maybe it's being like that uh buzz lightyear toy should be mine yeah <laughs> yeah eliminate the competition who's the co-star of jingle all the way besides arnold schwarzenegger john lovitz no is it maybe. sinbad that's it's right it is right okay you think i don't know my stuff I, they wanted a Turbo Man. I don't trust that you necessarily know everything about Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Willie in the future, put a picture of Turbo Man on the end of this finger. <laughs> oh, See? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Half of this show is on so YouTube. Be, yeah. So it'd be Sinbad yeah. pepper spraying Arnold Schwarzenegger in yeah, the face. exactly. Turbo Man. The only way it could ever be a fair fight. Yeah. Um, anyway, those are some Black Friday facts. Yeah. I figured cool. maybe we could even take a look at it. It's a bit morbid, but maybe we could take a look at it yeah. in a future episode and see if the count went up for 2017. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, Let's man. hope it doesn't. I would imagine maybe it, well, I mean, you never know, but like, I would think that people do a lot more cyber shopping now. Yeah. You can't cyber trample people. Right. Exactly. Death, like, so. you can, cause you, you can do Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Yeah. Like, I would never go to a Black Friday. No thing, way. I've never have. Have you? We have. You and I went to Target at 6 a.m. one time. No. Are you serious? I am 100% serious. We, like, went, checked out the scene, and went home. Peaced out? Yeah. I've been telling everybody I never went. It was when we still lived at home, went. like, together. Wow. It was a long, long time ago. Yeah. I thought, wow, I get my own story wrong then. I thought I, I always sure wanted to. I'm sure I get to. my own stories wrong all the time. I thought I always wanted to go, but never actually could muster the... Uh... No, it was so weird. Like, I don't know how we were able to set our alarms and actually get up. Just, like I don't know, out of curiosity. <laughs> yeah, it, w- it was just curiosity. We weren't even planning on shopping. I um, think we were just like, let's go see what this is like. You know what curiosity did? It got a bunch of stuff at Target. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff. Got some good deals. Target has some great deals. Oh, yeah. Target has some sick deals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, don't get me started. I'll go. <laughs> All right. You know how I'll go. <laughs> Kristen, I know you too well, okay? <laughs> All right, let's... Uh... That actually is... I would say that that's one of my, like... Uh, defining like characteristics <laughs> people know that if they talk to me about target they'll find out they'll get stuff going yeah <laughs> i'll like tell them about cartwheel and the deals and stuff target like provides tar- target provides target provides <laughs> really ali and i were saying that ali and i went to target uh i mean constantly but we went last yeah. year uh-huh. and we went in for like one thing kept buying other stuff uh, yeah. almost bought like a bike and it would be like we'd be like you know what I? You know what I kind of want? I kind of want. I kind of want this thing. We turn a yeah. corner and be there. It's amazing. It was like The Shining. It was like it was providing these yeah. things and just being like, just pay for them up. <laughs> Target at the provides. Thing. Yeah, Target provides. You're right. Um, 
All right, let's do what we're here to do. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about scary things. Yes. So uh, uh, we have a theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen, what's the theme? It is famous scary movie characters. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went first last time. I'm not yep. always going to keep track of this, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. happen to remember it. Mm-hmm. Kristen, why don't you go ahead? You go sure. first this time. You do the honors. You kick things off right. All right. Let's get this into high gear. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to go out a whole new door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the okay. movie? Name the movie. Name the movie. I was so impressed yeah. that I was sh- shocked. Shocked. I didn't think we were going to get any responses. I thought it was going to be a throwaway thing that like we forgot about another nobody knew. Will said or I said, I don't even remember. <laughs> Why don't you do it? Ride with me. Well, we didn't even say ride with me. We just said something for my pleasure. <laughs> well, we also repeated it a million times, yeah. though. But still, People I don't think I don't think we even said "ride with me." I did at some point. Oh, you did. Okay. For sure. yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's from Red Dragon. Yeah, it's like you know, it's not like nobody's heard of that movie. But it's not like a holiday hit that people watch every year. But a really obscure thing yes. within that movie. It's yeah, not like it's, it's an iconic weird... moment, right? And two. <laughs> oh my people... god! Remember the moment where he asked her to ride with him for, for his, his pleasure? Pl- I res- well, I don't know. I certainly remember, and apparently some other people <laughs> yeah. do too. Yeah. Two of our listeners tweeted at us and. We're like, yeah, I know what you were talking about. We were blown away. Yeah, well done, everybody. Yeah. Same page. So, yeah, what's, um, we're going to take it out a whole new door from. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck out there. Yeah. Good night and good luck. Yeah. So, my character this week, and I have a somewhat personal connection to it, which is why I chose it. Okay. I mean, somewhat. You'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I chose Mrs. Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Wow. Mm -hmm. This was very close. I almost picked Jason Voorhees. Oh, really? I did. It would have been fine. Yeah. Because they're separate enough. So I'll tell you just up front what I'm even talking about when I say it's a personal connection, just so you're not wondering. This is so weird. Yeah. So I went on a yoga retreat in the beginning of November in Connecticut, and it was in the town that Will and I grew up in. Like, I lived there until I was 13. Um, and it's called Reading. It's like a teeny weeny town. And while I was there, there during the day, we had like free time to just do like whatever. And they had given us a list of suggested places that are like nearby that you could hit up. And one of them was like a hippy dippy shop that they put in. And I was driving around. So I was like, okay, I'll go there. And then they had tarot readings available. And I was like, all right, I'll get like the cheapest, shortest one, the 15 minute one. And I was like, you know, let's see what happens. It's where we, uh, like I said, it's where we grew up. Yeah. Like our dad died last year. Oh, it was, it was, didn't, it didn't just say tarot. It said intuitive readings. That's what it was. And I was like, well, maybe because I'm like in like the nexus of like a lot of our lives. Like maybe like something will pop up or whatever. So I, I got this reading and she, you know, I went in and she was like, okay, like, do you have any questions or want to get anything out of this? And I was like, um, I want to see if there's like anybody around me, basically. And she's like, well, for 15 minute reading, like it's, it's usually more like a question that you have for the terror, like more focused. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, you know, and she's like, but you know, stuff happens sometimes. You never know. And I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't want to yeah, pay. Let's just any see how this plays I didn't want to pay anymore. Yeah. At, I was getting a, just a strange vibe. Okay. So, um, she was giving me the terror reading and it was like fine. It was like pretty general. I just wasn't, I, I don't know if I should say this actually. What? I just wasn't vibing with her. That's fine. I don't want to be mean. It's it's not mean. Well, I mean, there's gonna be a connection to to the fact that you weren't vibing with her. No, but it, she's connected to my subject. Well, yeah. So I don't want to call her out as well. Okay, whatever. Anyway, guys, I just wasn't super vibing with her. She she you know whatever. I was just like, okay, this is fine. Fifteen minutes is gonna be up soon. Whatever. So then she goes. This is this part is a little bit unrelated to the Mrs. Voorhees thing, but it's worth saying if we're talking about the unknown thing. Yeah. So she's just reading the tarot cards or whatever. 
and I'm just kind of blah. And then she goes, who's Richard Robert? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I like that. I was like, what? And I was like, my dad. And she was like, his name is Richard Robert. And I was like, his name is Richard Robert Rogers. And she goes, Roger. He said Richard Robert. I thought it was Roger. And then I thought he was just showing me like our names. Well, I don't necessarily believe that. I don't either. Part, but I don't either. But Richard Robert, that is insane. That's pretty insane. If she had pulled one name out of her ass. Oh, yeah. His, his name is Richard Robert Rogers. It was, (laughs) I was floored. Yeah. (laughs) That's really crazy. But here's what I think about her. I think that she's like Professor Trelawney. Okay. Because, Nothing was really clicking for me. Um, tarot cards aren't – they can be a little bit of divina- divination, but it's also a little bit more storytelling, just kind of like a like a self-examination exercise. Well, it's also kind of like noticing. a horoscope, right? Like I, I, I'm somewhat open – I'm intrigued by this uh-huh. kind of stuff. Maybe I'm not that open-minded about mm-hmm. it, um, but I'm intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I know about stuff like horoscopes mm-hmm. is that they're specifically written – to feel somewhat universal. Right. Mm-hmm. That it, these this thing could apply to basically anybody. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing tarot cards, you can concoct a story that has specific things where it's just like, well, yeah, you're dealing with some hardships, but mm-hmm. but you know, something is coming soon. You're going to you're you're finding a way through. You're going to mm-hmm. push a way through. Like who doesn't feel like they have a hardship? Well, it's of true, some but sort? So, that's also just the narrow of them because it's uh the narrow. The um that's the point of them because it's all about archetypes. Yeah. So like, it's not even necessarily, it depends on the person, obviously, but it's not even necessarily they're like, all right, what can I make out of this? That I can say that's general, that general enough that a good hitter. It's the nature, not the narrow. I said a oh, okay. weird mind thing. It's the nature of them is that they're going to be general. Cause it's all about archetypes yeah. and telling a story. So anyway, my point, my point is I just wasn't vibing with her and I didn't feel like she was all that intuitive. And then I wonder if just some sort of like, Little like st- static radio cleared up for one second. She heard something about Richard Robert, yeah. and then it got fuzzy again because okay, yeah, that's insane that she said Richard Robert, and Very then she specific. was like, "I see him golfing," and I was like, "Oh," <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Do you like to golf?" I was like, "No, but maybe he underwent a lifestyle change. Maybe he does now." Yeah, <laughs> and then I was like, I was just so fl- I was like, "Oh my god, this is so crazy!" And the timer went off like right then. Yeah, and uh, so I don't know. I, I was like. I don't even remember, but I was like, oh man, that's just so crazy. Like, that's his name. And I was like, you know, I actually used to live here and I've been going around town to places that we used to go when I was a kid. So, like, I don't know, maybe he's tuned in a little bit. And she was like, well, he's just, it just shows he's always around you. And I was like, well, I love that. And then she was like, oh, so you lived in Reading? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, um, so you went to like Devil's Den and all that stuff. And I was like, what's Devil's Den? Yeah, we were and, kids. Yeah, I mean, I was 13, but, and she was like, oh, it's where teenagers would hang out and like smoke pot and stuff. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't know about that, but I'll have to look it up. And I was like, I've looked up a little bit of haunted writing stuff because I like that kind of stuff. And she was like, you like scary stuff? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I, I'm paraphrasing that, but she's like, you know who my mom was? And I was like, who? And she was like, Mrs. Voorhees. And I was like, what? <laughs> what a funny way to say it. Not the actresses. Did she do that? Yeah, Is that? She probably said my mother was Betsy Palmer. She played okay. Mrs. Voorhees. I don't okay. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she was like, yep. She played Mrs. Voorhees in Friday the 13th. She did a lot of other acting. She did stage stuff. And she thought nobody was going to see this movie. It would just be a paycheck or something. And she did it. And it made her like you know infamous forever and this woman her daughter goes to horror conventions 
with like sign. She's like, I just ran out of signed stuff of her. So now I just have these printouts that I go with. And she said that she thought like, nobody's gonna, you know, I'll go and give it a shot. And she said that she goes and people are waiting for her to get there. Oh, wow. And they bought up all of her memorabilia. Oh. And so now she, and she was like, and I just saw in my bag this morning that I had one of these and I realized it was my purse. I had it for you. <laughs> and so it's a thing that she brings to horror conventions. It's like a little compilation of pictures of her mom and Friday the 13th and a picture of her notes on her scripts from Friday the 13th. That is so cool. I know. Isn't that crazy, that story? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's amazing. So I, I was like, oh, my God. And uh, I was like, yeah, I love horror and stuff. Like, I actually have a horror podcast. And she was like, you know, I could come on and I'll channel my mom for you. Oh, I would love that. I don't want to do it. No? I, I She was – I don't – Kristen, it'd, it'd I would too, love that. It'd be too weird. I don't know. She was a lot. <laughs> well, when you keep saying stuff like this, it's definitely not going to happen. So I know. But, well, why do you think I'm saying it? <laughs> I don't want to. Fair enough. <laughs> I was there with her for like 15, 20 minutes after my reading. How often does stuff like that happen? I thought you were upset about just being like, we didn't really vibe well. And now you're being like, I don't want to see her again. <laughs> she was really – it would be too weird. It would right. be too weird. Okay. That's fair. That would, that would be awesome. Because <laughs> it's just like, it would be like, yeah, I was there on the set. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, this lady, I don't, I don't want to, it would be hard, I okay. think. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Fair I don't know how to explain it. Okay. So anyway, so I wanted to do her, um, basically so I could tell that story. I figured I'd tell that story eventually somehow yeah. on the show. But um, but yeah, so that's crazy. Cool. That's so, right. So. Mrs. Pamela Voorhees, portrayed by Betsy Palmer. Yeah. Um, so she is the original killer from Friday the 13th. Everybody thinks of Jason as being the Friday the 13th guy because he's in numbers 2 through 12 of the movies. Yeah. Um, but she is the well, original. Well, he's missing in one of those as well. But What? There is. I don't know if it's the fifth. I have not seen them all. Uh-huh. I just know a lot about them. I haven't either. I think I've only. I don't even know. It might be number five or something uh-huh. like that. The killer turns out to be a guy named Roy. <laughs> what? That's true. Why? Or he how? also wears a hockey mask. Everyone uh-huh. thinks it's Jason Voorhees. He's trying to make it out like Jason Voorhees is doing all the killing. Yeah. But no, it's Roy. Where is Jason Voorhees in this scenario? Dad, I don't know. <laughs> also, look, um, if you're seeing the video, we have a Camp Crystal Lake flag behind us. Yeah, that's right. Which is the camp from Friday the 13th. Yeah, I signed up for a loot crate out of curiosity and yep. then was delinquent and it ran for another month and I got that. Now yeah. I have all this loot crate stuff in my home. <laughs> well, it's serving us well. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you have any screaming inform- information in there? Scream? Yeah. No. Okay. Then can I just say something yeah, real quick? Yeah, go for it. So you pointed out that uh, uh, Betsy Palmer playing Pamela yeah. Voorhees uh-huh. is the killer in the original right. Friday the 13th, which people frequently right. uh, uh, get wrong uh-huh. just as a trivia piece. Yeah. Everyone assumes Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees, hockey mask, yeah. kill. Yeah. Bam. Well, uh, Kevin Williamson, mm-hmm. the writer of Scream, mm-hmm. was a horror fan. Yeah. And he went to a trivia night one night. Mm-hmm. One of the questions was, who is the killer? Yeah. In the original Friday the 13th. Uh Uh-huh. Everyone got it wrong because they said Jason Voorhees. Oh, nice. He got it correct. Yeah. And realized this is just like an interesting thing that no one knows. Yeah, yeah. Well, when he was writing Scream, and Uh it was a movie ostensibly about horror movies, he wrote into it in the beginning where the killer is calling a uh, a young Drew Barrymore Mm -hmm. and asks her, name the killer in the original Friday the 13th. And she is so excited to shout, Jason. Yeah. He says... Does he stipulate the original Friday the 13th? Yes. Okay. And he goes, I'm sorry. That's the wrong answer. Yeah. She goes, no, it's not. It was Jason. 
And Jason. for a lot of people out there, it was surprising information for them too. Yeah. Uh, but it became a pivotal moment, a very mm-hmm. iconic moment. Yeah. In uh, his horror movie that changed everything. Yeah. Totes my goats. Yeah. Did change everything. Changed the face of horror. It sure did. Yeah. Sure okay. Did. So, um, so I got my information mainly from the Friday. Wait, what? Oh, um, I'm gesturing to Easter eggs for people who happen to watch the video. Oh, okay. Um, I got most of my information from the Friday the Thirteenth wiki page, which is very exhaustive and yeah. great, and it calls from a lot of different things because there are things that may not even be canon, but I think were taken into account on the wiki. Like, there's um, a comic book okay. about Jason's mom. Um, there's a Jason's mom comic. <laughs> yeah, The Incredible Pamela. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, but so I think some of that is from this. So basically, here, the, the stuff that happens pre where we catch up with her in the movie that I'm about to say is from the comic, it seems like. Okay. So the deal is that she married Jason's father as a teenager and got pregnant with Jason when she was like 15 or 16. And she said that she could hear Jason talking to her already from her womb. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> totally. So she already had some like mental illness stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> it was it was freaking out her husband Elias. Okay. And um, he walked out on them not that long after Jason's birth. There are two versions of this, and I'm not sure which one is from the a movie. Maybe maybe somebody in a movie they they did a talkie backstory, and I don't know what is that yeah. or the comic book. Okay. One version is that. He just left them because their connection weirded him out. Even like after Jason was born, she was still just like obsessed with him. Yeah. And then the other version is that she killed him. Oh. Um, for like being in her way with her relationship with Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then where we pick up with the movie, um, the first movie is that she, the backstory of the first movie is that she was a cook at Camp Crystal Lake and Jason came with her to work and stuff. And he was like, how old was he? Like 10 or 13? Oh, he wasn't a, a camp kid? No, I don't think so. Oh, weird. It didn't seem like it from what I read. Okay. Um, I think he just came to work with her. Yeah. Again, maybe that's from something else. Sure. But anyway, um, I don't think so. So he came to work with her or he was at camp and drowned in the lake and she blamed the counselors for not keeping an eye on him, which I mean, I always thought he was a counselor. I mean, that he was a kid. Yeah, I kind of thought he was a kid. Maybe he, maybe he is. Yeah. But okay. what I read. No, you know what? Actually, there is, it is, especially with horror movie continuity yeah. now, there are like almost multiple realities because yeah. of rebooting or just retconning information uh-huh. or a lot of these. There, there are 12 Friday the 13th movies right now. Yes, I looked. Yeah. Maybe like episode seven didn't really pay attention to what was already said. So they exactly. said something that changed it. You know? Exactly. Because there were – I'm telling you, if you're into this in particular, like Friday the 13th, like there – it's so it's Friday the 13th, wikia.com. Oh. There are like footnotes and all these things. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like extensive. Cool. And I clicked on some of them and that's what it seemed like for some of them that it would just be that like the eighth movie didn't give a shit and, you know – just right, rewrote something because they weren't paying attention. Or if it didn't weren't care, for the eighth movie, everything would be hunky dory or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird. So, um, so yeah, so he died. He drowned in the lake. She blames the counselors, and then they don't show this in order in the first movie. But what happened was that she brought Jason back to life using the ne- Necronomicon ex mortis. Oh, duh. She did. I guess. 
The way that it was written was written sequentially. Okay. So like yeah, it was just, her story. It was just writing it like it was a story. I'm assuming that they were taking things from the different movies and piecing them together to make a chronological narrative about her. Whatever the Friday the 13th movie is, I think it may be Jason Goes to Hell. Uh-huh. It's like episode nine. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right, actually. It might uh-huh. be episode nine. Uh-huh. Uh, Jason Voorhees. They probably call it episode nine, like Star well, Wars and stuff. part nine. That makes it sound fancier. Yeah. But uh, I think the Necronomicon uh-huh. from Evil Dead uh-huh. has a cameo in a house. Oh. And very recently, it was a headline on movie dork sites. Yeah. The writer of that movie mm-hmm. has said, Jason Voorhees yeah. is a deadite. Which are the bad guys from Evil Dead. Uh-huh. And that because he put the Necronomicon in that movie, he was trying to say that. That what? because that's why Jason Voorhees can be this undead, unkillable thing. Uh-huh. Uh because he's actually like somehow demonically resurrected. Oh. Like Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Maybe yeah. that's where that came from. Maybe, yeah. I know also in my research, I saw that they wanted Freddy versus Jason to be Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yes. Yeah. Bruce Campbell keeps going, no. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. It doesn't, I'm kind of glad. It, yeah. I don't feel like he mixes in with any of that stuff. I agree. They're separate. There are yeah. comic books that tell that story, and apparently yeah. they are terrible. Oh, really? Uh, there's also a book that just came out called Slash of the Titans, uh-huh. which documents the like decade-long struggle uh-huh. to get Freddy versus Jason on screen. Yeah. It huh. was like developmental hell, yeah, I a million a different of versions of scripts. It's like a notorious story yeah. that Hollywood wanted to do this, yeah. couldn't do it. Finally did it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. To beautiful effect. <laughs> they sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Tour de force. Yes. Uh, um, beautiful. So <laughs> the thing is that the original owners um, reopened the camp even though she doesn't want them to. Like, yeah. you know, 20 years later or whatever. And she was able to keep it. They closed down after she murdered a couple of the counselors. They didn't catch her or anything. And then she kept the camp from opening by poisoning the water. Whoa. And like setting fires and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Just like yeah. general mischief. Yeah, totally. Because she just didn't want the camp to open. That's pretty cool. That's, I know. That's like actually like a really weird, darker side of a personality. Like obviously murder is insanely dark. Yeah. But it's also like overt in that big cinematic way mm-hmm. where it makes it like a fun slasher movie. Yeah. But the idea of her just like trolling around the campgrounds just being like, no, I'm going to – all right, I got to set another thing on fire. Well, also, it kind of like it, – it switches the motivation just a little bit because it's like it really drives home the point that the motivation isn't just to kill people. The motivation is to keep the camp from opening and killing people is a means to that end. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's interesting. That is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Again, I don't know where that comes from. Right. Sure. <laughs> the information. Right. So, um, so, yeah, in the movie, killing campers left and right basically. Uh-huh. Um, let me see. I know I wrote some things here and there. Oh, it would have been when Friday the 13th takes place. I guess she says it, but I didn't remember it. It would have been Jason's 33rd birthday. Oh. And I guess is because she brought him back to life. Right. So I guess, well, whatever. Yeah. Um, I said Well, that's that weird. If she brought him back to life, why is she di- so upset? I know. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. I guess he shouldn't have died in the first place. And she just like was not well anyway. So then. Well, maybe it brought him back wrong. Say, but it brought him back wrong. Yeah. He said, what is it? What are they called? Deadites? Deadites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes dead is better. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, until she meets the final girl, kind of, yeah. of Friday the 13th, Alice, mm-hmm. who beheads her. Right. Um, or the machete. Yeah. And then Jason picks up the machete. That's how it becomes his weapon, because it's the weapon that killed his mom. Picks up her Which head. Which is really cool. It's very cool. Yeah. This whole... The Jason and everything story is very cool. There's some pretty cool stuff in there. There's also oh, some like schlocky garbage, yeah. but there's some really cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, so the, I, I don't think I've seen Friday the 13th part two. Yeah. So anyway, in case you haven't seen Friday the 13th, the final girl who kills Mrs. Voorhees, who's the bad guy in the movie, spoiler alert, decides to take take a little dip. <laughs> in the, take a dip in the lake. In the lake. For, for goodness, goodness sake. Take a dip in the lake. So decides to go in a boat. That's not from anything. No, no. Yeah, don't don't try to remember what that's from. It's not from anything. We both just know that song because we've <laughs> sung it before. Yeah. But it's not from anything. It kind of sounds like it would be from like South Park. It does, yeah. but it's not. No? <laughs> it's just from It's us. just from up here. Yeah. The little gray says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our cells are probably a little brown yeah black and shriveled up ones <laughs> yeah. yeah um so yeah so the the final girl d- decides to take her canoe out <laughs> for yeah. a little post traumatic voyage sail about yeah yeah. yeah yeah and jason pops up from the lake brings her in kills her gets the final word yeah so then apparently after that which we don't see maybe we see it in the second one i didn't see the second one i don't think okay he goes and gets his mom's head gets her clothes but not her body which is strange. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, like, disrobes her, leaves her bod, um, then creates an altar. So, have you seen this? Okay. I'm I'm very familiar. There's a Friday the Thirteenth game. Yeah. That I'm pretty. Yeah, they, there was a lot of talk about her in the game. Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. active in the game. Yeah. Uh, at oh, Will that's Rogers. Right. Tell me about that. It's, it's yeah. really fun. Will Rogers 2000 is my PlayStation name. Yeah. And everything else. I'm on everything. So, friend mm-hmm. me. But uh, yeah, Pamela Voorhees has yeah. a presence in the game. Yeah, you see the shrine to her. Yeah, with her head in the middle, surrounded by candles. Right. Yeah, you're right. Her clothes, but not her body. Right. Which I don't know why I didn't think about that. What's up with that, Jason? Yeah, why, Jason? And also, okay, so he, so he put, like you said, clothes, no body. He's like, it's almost like he's some kind of sicko, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then he kind of like desecrates his altar because he takes her head. To somebody's oh maybe he doesn't kill Alice maybe he just pulls her in and she lives well that that's happen? the thing she okay. has a vision of him popping out of the lake but it's a scare oh, he doesn't okay. kill her in that moment she woke wakes up a moment later does that However, happen in the movie or do you think in the, in the movie, first movie that he killed her no in the movie you see Jason pop out of the water and grab yeah. her and then she wakes up and she's in the boat oh I it's don't almost remember. like it was okay. a nightmare okay. but he then does kill her in the first scene of the next movie <laughs> okay exactly that's why I just got confused yeah. okay so yeah so he brings his mom's head puts it in Alice's fridge. Oh. To freak her out. Oh. So she goes to the fridge to get something. And that's Mrs. cool. And Mrs. Voorhees is in there. That's really cool. And then cool. he kills her. That's and like then, that's like letting mom do the last scare or yeah. something like that, right? Like yes. in a weird way, letting his mom have some form of revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And then he so he beheads Alice, takes her body, puts it in Mrs. Voorhees' clothes, and then puts props her body up against the altar. To create the Mrs. Voorhees complete body. Oh, that's weird. It's so weird. And again, why not just take your mom's body the first time? That's really weird. Look, far be it from me to criticize how Jason does his job. Yeah, exactly. But I think careful. it's weird. That is really weird. <laughs> I think it's I think it's strange as all. I'm yeah, saying. I'm with. And you. And then in the second movie, there's um, I think it maybe is another final girl or it's just somebody in it. She finds the altar thing and try, I guess somehow piece the story together and puts on the clothes to try to trick Jason yeah. into thinking that she's his mom so that he won't kill her. But then he catches a glimpse of his mom's head and sees that that's mom, not the one in the clothes. And I think that he kills her. Wow. Um, what a weird way to have to piece it together. Totally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So then some other just general Mrs. Voorhees trivia in the Jason verse, she's possessed a lot of people over huh, the years. Really? A lot of people to get them to do messed up stuff. Interesting. In the verse. Okay. Okay. Um, Freddie posed as her. To, I wrote, uh, Freddie posed as her to get him to go to his town. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. In the beginning of Freddy versus Jason, he yeah. pretends to be Pamela Voorhees to get Jason to rise from the grave. She's yelling at him yeah. and telling him to go to Elm Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I did also write some stuff down about the game. I thought this was really cool and weird um, that she's in the game. And in order to kill Jason, you have to wear her sweater. Yeah. But when you wear her sweater, her voice will alert Jason to your arrival and unless you have Jason's mask in your inventory. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. In the was game, cool. if you play as Jason, yeah. you like, because he's a silent, yeah. like big monster guy. Right. You hear her voice going like, get them, Jason. Kill them all. Yeah. And then no matter what, whenever the match ends, he walks back into his cabin and she says, I could almost quote it verbatim. I, I just can't write the second whatever. Yeah. It's eluding me. But she goes like. Mommy's here for you, Jason. <laughs> that whatever. He comes yeah. home. So I haven't played as Jason when somebody goes to get the clothes. Yeah. But I guess they go like, they're coming to get me, Jason. They're mm. coming for me. And that's your trigger to know like, oh, I got to get to the cabin. Yeah. Because I need to kill them because they're going to try to kill me. Yeah. Because in there are the tools to my demise. Right, right. Yeah. There are also in the game, randomly, you like open drawers looking mm-hmm. for supplies. Um, Very, very rarely you can find an audio cassette. Uh-huh. That audio cassette is a performance of an actress being Pamela Voorhees talking to the police. Oh, that's cool. What's she saying to the police? I only have one of the tapes, and I don't want to listen to them online because I want to find them all myself. Mine was something about her just being like, I need to get to my son. Uh I need to take care of my son. Love your son much? Yeah. Well, um, uh, do you have anything in there about Psycho? I was about to say that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So I got this from the Now Playing podcast. I don't mm. know if you'd read it other somewhere else or whatever, or heard it somewhere else. Um, yeah, I listened to the Now Playing podcast about Friday the 13th, and they pointed out that it's almost like a reversal, basically, because um, she has kind of Jason in her head as a motivation to kill and is talking to her yeah. during the first movie and is provoking her to kill the same way that Norman Bates is imagining his dead mother and motivate that's motivating him to kill. Yeah. Which is I, awesome. I love that. Yeah. I had never thought of that before and it's so true. It's such a good observation. Yeah, yeah totally. Especially in that first movie, she walks around like yeah. she's stalking people and she'll go, get them, mommy. Yeah. Get them. Betsy Palmer is very good. Very scary. Yeah, she's very Have you seen scary. that movie like recently or know it very well? Um, I know it decently well. I haven't seen it in a while. She is very intense. Yeah. Really Im- like Yeah. Like you can't take your eyes off oh, her. She's totally. scary as hell. I watched them they, there are a couple scenes on YouTube so I watched them today refreshed and I was like <sighs> uh, yeah. The uh psychic's mom's killing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Totally. Super cool. Yeah. So that's it. So that's Mrs. Voorhees. Love it. Pamela Voorhees. That's great. Pamela yeah. Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to you. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means. And we're not going to explain it. We don't owe you anything. I just think it's like cool radio. Like, <laughs> don't explain it. Don't tell them. I don't know. <laughs> no, it was cool. It Thank was cool. You. Don't second guess it for a moment. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're my strength. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes it my turn. Yes. Kristen. Yeah. Uh, you know how I like to do. 
We are talking about a new type of topic here okay. on the show. I like to go to the beginning yeah. with things. Uh-huh. This is not this is not the first movie monster or okay. anything. It's not the first fictional uh, uh scary iconic uh-huh. uh terror, but it is a very memorable one. Okay. Kristen, William. I can't wait. Make sure that the you're clearly framed here. I want people to see your reaction when I say this. Okay. I'm going to tell you the story of Count Orlock. Count Orlock? Yeah, you have no idea who that is, right? No. Okay. What if I said Nosferatu? Ooh, I know him. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Scary. <laughs> ah, wait, do that, again. do that again. Wait. All right, that's a good Very screenshot good. or yeah. something. Um, so Nosferatu, yeah. uh, for the people out there in Listen Land, yeah. is one of the original vampire movies. Yeah. You are absolutely familiar with the image of this. You 100% are. Tall, skinny. Bald. Pale, white. Yeah. Almost like jagged, mm. sharp. Buck front teeth. Yeah. Vampire. Yeah. Long, long fingers. Yeah. With creeping. a black nail. Creeping slowly. Mm-hmm. All eyes always staring and watching people slowly. Yeah. Kristen. William. That person's name is not Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. That character's name is Count Orlock. Okay. I've mm-hmm. never seen Nosferatu. Yes, you have. We watched it. Yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> we watched it in your apartment, your first apartment after moving out, and it was very hard to watch. Oh, I kind of remember that now. We yeah, yeah, yeah. almost just fell asleep in the living room. Yeah, I kind of remember that now. Yeah. But I want to really watch it again. We're each other on things that we've done that we don't remember. Yeah, you're right. Episode. Uh, I, I want to try again now that I'm a little older, a, a little wiser, and sure. now that I know the stuff that I know from doing my research. All right, cool. Pretty interesting things. Lay it on me. Nosferatu, yeah. the movie. It's called Nosferatu, A Symphony of Horror. That's a cool name. It was a silent film and an unauthorized adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, shit. Literally, the order yeah. was, let's get a writer uh-huh. to write Bram Stoker's Dracula oh, wow. so that we can make a movie of it. Yeah. Just change the names. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Bold. This movie was uh, very well received. Mm-hmm. However, it was also the subject by us. of a big uh, lawsuit, lawsuit yeah. from the, the estate of Bram Stoker. Yeah. Uh, suing for copyright infringement. That seems right. <laughs> they lost and were ordered to destroy all prints of the movie. Wait, oh, the Nosferatu people lost? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying Bram Stoker's no, people no, no. lost. Okay. They, they won. Yeah. And so all of the the the... The versions of the movie were ordered to be destroyed. Yeah. However, some had already been shipped overseas. Uh-huh. And uh, I've read conflicting some sort of reports. Weird loophole? There are people that are like, yeah, there's one copy that managed to escape. And then it became this cult artifact. People ma- began making copies. Yeah. So there are some that say that all versions of the movie are now made from one surviving copy of that lawsuit. Wow. All others were destroyed. The Count Orlock making copies. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What's his name? Is it Orlock? It is Count Orlock yeah. making copies. Well done. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so it was produced by a studio called Prana Films, uh-huh. founded by Enrico Diekman and occultist artist Albin Grau. 
Oh. Now, Alban Grau uh-huh. was a World War I veteran, uh-huh. and he got the idea to produce a vampire movie when he met a Serbian farmer uh-huh. who told him that he, the Serbian farmer, was the son of a vampire, one of the undead. That's awesome. How cool is that? Also, prana means that's like life force? Yes, okay. it is. Yeah, I yeah, left yeah, that yeah. out of here because I, I yeah. it, it was tricky, but yes. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. What is it? it? It's like life force energy. Yes. Yeah. That is a deliberate thing. That was yeah. the, the, the studio was founded to make horror films. Yeah. They made one. Wow. And then were sued into bankruptcy. Oh, wow. But yes, life force. Yeah. And they made a movie about a vampire. Yeah. That's interesting. Very interesting. Wow. Um, wow, wow, wow. The reason it's called Nosferatu uh-huh. is because apparently this word appears in Bram Stoker's novel, which oh. I have not read. Man, that's a direct crib then. That's like to. a really bold move to – Yes. Wow. But even weirder than that, it's because Bram Stoker thought that Nosferatu mm-hmm. meant vampire in Romanian. So, Oh, that's funny. You can be like – you can be a Nosferatu. You can be one of the Nosferatu, yeah. which is like a bunch of vampires, you know? Oh. I don't know what the plural would like be. Like guess fairy. Nosferatus. Yeah. yeah exactly. Nosferati. Uh, <clears throat> so, Prana Film tasked writer Henrik Galen with writing a screenplay based on Bram Stoker's 1897 novel. He basically just wrote the entire plot of Dracula, but uh, changed everyone's names and dropped a couple of subplots. Count Dracula <laughs> became crazy. Count Orlock. That is so crazy. Yeah. And especially crazy when you think, like, what are some of the traits, character traits that you associate with Count Dracula? Sexuality. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you get any of that from Count Orlock? No. No? No. Yeah, he's not going to be on some bodybuilding magazine <laughs> listening with oil. Well, would Dra- do you think Dracula is going to be on a bodybuilding magazine glistening with oil, just to be clear? Yes, I do think that. I think that Dracula <laughs> or a vampire – actually, is Dra- I guess Dracula is sexy, right? Like, not yeah, act- he's supposed – he has yeah. like – yeah. Because well, got- I, I was going to say, I know vampires in general, it's like a sexy thing. Yeah. But like Dracula himself was like sexual. Yes. Um, was- he was sexually active <laughs> is what you're trying to ask me. And yes, he was. Call it sexually active so for for something like that. Yeah, he was though. Bella Lugosi was Dracula, right? Sexually yes. active. Yes. Because what I'm getting tripped up right now is that I know that Dracula's supposed to be sexy. Bella Lugosi as Dracula isn't sexy, Bleh. right? <laughs> Come over so to my castle. Bleh. My point was that maybe Dracula. And the film adaptation is not – because I don't even remember. I guess I've seen that, but I don't remember. Yeah. Does that have a sexual bent to it? Because I know the book does. He's after a yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean you – know. I was just curious because I was, I was like, well, if they're lacking that, maybe it's not that much in opposition because maybe that doesn't come through in the movie or something right. like that was my point. Right. But I guess it does. I don't – I really don't remember. Have you seen – Dracula, like with Bela Lugosi, a long that you time ago. Yeah, Dad same. definitely would have shown it. I know. To me. I feel like I've seen all it, the but old I... Universal monsters. Yeah. yeah, I just don't remember it. Yeah, I just remember if it was like you know what's a cool sexual. like weird side fact about Dracula. Yeah, so they produced the movie uh-huh. Universal in like 1930 something. I literally mm-hmm. I have research on this. I have dates mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. but they produced the movie with Bela Lugosi mm-hmm. simultaneously. They produced a Spanish version of the film with the same script on the same sets. Oh wow! Yeah. 
So there are two versions of the same movie in two different languages. That's cool. Uh huh. And Universal is releasing these amazing uh, Blu-ray box sets. Yeah. That really do a great job at sort of categorizing their film history. Uh huh. And so I have Frankenstein, and I have the. I want to say I have the Mummy. Uh-huh. No, I have the Wolfman. Yeah. And I want them all. Like, yeah. the collector in me oh, wants totally. them badly. And to sit down and watch them all. Um, oh, I want to watch some of those with you. So the one with Dracula has both versions of Dracula. That's so cool. Which is, like, from a film geek perspective, I would love to see the same movie produced yeah. by two different people on the same sets with the same script. Yeah. Yes. Sign me up. That That's sounds awesome. amazing. Um. But so with Nosferatu, mm-hmm. uh, some of the differences from Dracula, mm-hmm. uh, Dracula is able to bite people, turn them into vampires. Yeah. Nosferatu just drains them of their blood. He just kills them. Yeah. They just die. Uh-huh. Uh, they don't get turned into other vampires. Yeah. He's the only one. Huh. Interesting. <clears throat> well, the only one we see, at least. Yeah. Um, this causes, and there, I have more on this in a moment. Yeah. This causes town folk to blame the plague for oh. all the death. That's cool. Uh-huh. Orlock must sleep by day uh-huh. as sunlight would kill him. Yeah. In the original Dracula, get this, he is merely weakened by sunlight, not oh. killed by it. Okay. This, Nosferatu. Yeah. Is like where that part of the lore starts. Yeah, That's cool. From a knockoff. Yeah. From a copyright infringement. <laughs> I guess everyone's just like, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Keep it. Yeah. Keep it. Um... The entire ending is different. Uh-huh. In Nosferatu, a woman sacrifices herself, letting Count Orlok feast upon her neck Why? while the sun rises, killing uh-huh. him to distract him. Distract him from what? From the sun rising. He's oh, so oh, obsessed. Oh. I got it. He is, okay. Count yeah. Orlok has problems. I'm yeah. telling you a little bit about uh, Nosferatu as a movie. Yeah. Count Orlok as a character is like, I want to rewatch it knowing this stuff uh-huh. because he sounds disgusting and unhinged. Uh-huh. Um... But yeah, let me. I want to say a few more things too that I just think are interesting. Yeah. About the the world of Nosferatu, basically. Yeah. Uh, so there are several different versions of the movie. Uh-huh. Sometimes they change the era in which it takes place. There are versions of Nosferatu where they give all the characters the original names from the book. So he is known as Count Dracula. What? The reason why this is easy to do: silent film era. If you need to do anything, you can just change the title cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone can have a different name. It can be taking place in a completely different part of the world. Right. How cool is that? That's very cool. Like, I feel like that's something that I bet, like, modern film wishes oh, yeah. they could do. Tailor your film to a completely different audience by just changing a couple of small things. That's totally. amazing. Um, so Prana Film declared bankruptcy uh-huh. after Bram Stoker's estate sued for copyright infringement and won. Mm-hmm. And uh, get this. So over the years, Nosferatu has become an iconic horror villain. Yeah. An iconic character, especially the way he looks. Right. There was a a remake of the movie made in the 70s. Uh Uh-huh. Which seems like it was the exact same plot. Yeah. And in my research, I found there will be yet another remake. Oh, really? Kristen, Robert Eggers is remaking Nosferatu. Wait, who's Robert Eggers? Kristen, Nosferatu, (laughs) whoop, Robert Eggers... Is the person who made The Witch. Oh, that's good news. How cool that's might awesome. that be? 
That's awesome. You know, it ain't over yeah. till it's over. Yeah. I'm not going to count my chickens till the fat lady sings. Right. But that might be amazing. That's awesome. Nosferatu from the director of The Witch. Wasn't there something? That could be great. Yes. <clears throat> Wasn't there something where like Willem Dafoe played Nosferatu? What is that? There was. Yeah. That was, uh, I, I think it's called Shadow of the Vampire. I yep, have that in that here too. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Willem Dafoe playing Max Shrek. Right. Who played Count Orlock. Right, right, right. Um, because Count Orlock uh, obviously is uh, almost impossible looking. Yeah. There were yeah. there were rumors that he was played by somebody who really looks like that. Uh-huh. Uh, that Max Shrek was not wearing any sort of like prosthetics. prosthetics. Yeah. That that's just Max Shrek. Uh, and Such a good name. Further beyond that, there were rumors that Nosferatu on film in the movie Nosferatu was a real vampire. Yeah, I think I'm I've heard that before. Yeah. There was a uh let me see I have it here somewhere. There was there was a film reviewer uh-huh. who made a bizarre claim. Film critic Ado Kiru mm-hmm. made a claim in 1953 saying that the name of the actor who played Count Orlock had never been revealed, which is not true. People are so weird. It's listed as Max Shrek. Like, you can't yeah. just pretend that this is some bizarre mystery that yeah. no one's ever known. He said, who hides behind the character of Nosferatu? Maybe Nosferatu himself. <laughs> so there was a rumor that there was a real okay. vampire in the film. Yeah. That rumor is basically the basis for the 2000 movie Shadow of the Vampire, yeah. uh, which stars Willem Dafoe as Max Shrek, fictionalizing the production of Nosferatu, saying that essentially the director was scouting locations and found Max Shrek already in the castle they were going to shoot in and made a deal with him. I will, That's awesome. I will give you this girl who's mm-hmm. going to play the, the main female lead yeah. if you just star in my movie. That's crazy. And he is a real vampire. They tell everybody in the movie that they're going to be working with this legendary German yeah. character actor. Yeah. He's going to stay in character the whole time. He's going to stay in costume the whole time. Yeah. He will be Count Wait, Orlock. did that for real happen? No. Oh, okay, no. This okay. is yeah, all yeah, within yeah. the fictional movie Shadow of the Vampire. Yep. But so there's this like grandiose, larger-than-life legend that Max Shrek yeah. was really a vampire. That's so awesome. And it's only helped by the fact that he was kind of a quiet loner. Yeah, so he wasn't out there disputing it because he wasn't out at, like, you know, the supper club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He actually was, like, a, a totally, like, regular person. He wanted to get into acting all the time. His dad yeah. didn't want him to. He didn't really get to start studying it until after his dad died. Like, he uh-huh. struggled with it. He had a hard time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when he finally got the role, people said that they that he was, like, I have it here somewhere. He's regarded as being, like, a really nice person, a loyal, uh-huh. conscientious loner with an offbeat sense of humor and a talent for playing the grotesque. Nice. Yeah. How so interesting. Just kind of like a nice, odd, yeah. quiet character actor guy. Cool. And got this bizarre reputation yeah. as having been a real life monster. That's I wonder what he thought of that. I know. You know? His name, Max Schreck. Yeah. Schreck is the German word mm-hmm. for terror. Ooh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. How cool is that? Very cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of Willem Dafoe, you know how like Jeff Goldblum is having a real moment right now? Yes. Like everybody's like really loving Je- I mean, I love Jeff Goldblum, but yeah, like I, love him too. Um, I think Willem Dafoe is due for one of those. He's great. I love him. In and the I feel five like seconds similar... he was in Murder on the Orient Express, I loved him. He's so good. I feel like they have a similar quality. Like I think some of the same things that appeal to people about Jeff Goldblum. Did I say Goldberg before? Uh, I hope not. Uh, 
I think some of the same things that appeal to people about Jeff Goldblum are things that Willem Dafoe has. Like Maybe. There's like a charismatic, kind of like offbeat looking, but still handsome and you love looking at their face. Yeah. Like I was just watching a video the other day of GQ shot a thing of showing Jeff Goldblum pictures of tattoos that people have of his face and him like commenting on them, blah, blah. <laughs> and it was great. And I would like to see William, Willem Dafoe do that. Yeah. I think I, it's, I like it's him time. A lot. Rise up, Defoe. Yeah, it's time for the rise of Defoe. No, I guess we need to rise up in support of Defoe. Yeah, you're right. And then he will meet us there. The, that's what happened with Jeff Goldblum. All right. Well, guide to the unknown. Let's we throw rise. our hat in, in Willem Defoe's ring. That's right. Let's get him going. Let's Goldblum him, people. Um, also, everyone Google Jeff Goldblum, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Their interviews are... Uh, electric really yeah they're amazing oh they're they're really great great um all right so about count orlock as a character yeah now we've talked about the movie nosferatu we've talked about max shrek Mm -hmm. let's talk about count orlock yeah what he's about yeah uh yeah (laughs) tell me what he's about he is a vampire from transylvania Mm -hmm. sounds familiar yeah but he's also known as the bird of death Ooh, cool it's believed he was created by belial the lieutenant demon of satan Oh, I'm aware of Belial. Yeah, yeah. I am too. Wasn't yeah. Belial from Paranormal You? Yep. Yeah. Or no, uh, Paranormal State. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a demon in a house. Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't it also the main guy on the show? He was like, there's a demon that's followed me ever yes. since I was a yes. boy. I dare oh, that's not, right. That's right. Yeah. I dare not speak his name. Yeah. And then in season three, they were like, come on, Derek. Just say his name. And he's like, Belial, Belial, Belial. I like, think <laughs> showed it on screen or like somebody else said it and they were like shh don't <laughs> i mean not really maybe that oh my god do you know that guy is very troubled oh he is yeah i don't remember the whole thing like you look it up well, if you like, were hounded by belial your whole life so would you be i wonder if he says that you know what i mean i don't know that should we feel bad but, i don't know <laughs> no i mean he i think he like Man, I don't even remember. I mean, you can you can Google it. If, if you put, like, Paranormal State Ryan, it'll come up or something. Okay. He, like, faked having cancer, I think. Oh. And, like, took money or didn't pay people for stuff. He's on a lot of drugs. Like, he sounds like he's, like, very, very troubled. All right. Well, but, like, people involved with the production had been, like, this guy really, like, screwed us over. Yeah. And, like, I, so I don't know how much of it is, like that weird line between like mental illness sickness and just being a jerk. Yeah. I, I, I literally don't know. I don't know the story right. that well enough, but um, I know that that is a thing. Well, you know, everyone yeah. has their demons and his, his is Belial. Belial, Lieutenant <laughs> Demon of Satan. <laughs> the very same Belial who created uh, Count Orlock. The very same. The bird of death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Count Orlock dwells alone in a castle in the Carpathian Mountains. Mm-hmm. Which made me think of Carpathians. Vigo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vigo oh. the Carpathian. Vigo. Who uh I in a castle of pain on Live a I. Well, <laughs> <laughs> This whole thing he says, and I have it memorized, but not right now, apparently. I don't remember. Because I sat on a throne of blood. <laughs> anyway. Uh the movie is about how he wants to purchase a house in Germany. Which is weird. Boring. <laughs> and so a housing agent named Thomas Hutter comes to Transylvania to help him make the purchase. What? Sounds like real snooze. I know. No well, wonder we almost fell asleep watching yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> at dinner, but here's where it gets a little... Uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear about their dinner. Spicy. Talk well, get this. Get this. Okay. They had rolls. 
Does it really say that? Well, they have some bread. So Thomas accidentally cuts his thumb Uh-oh. while slicing oh, some bread. You don't want to do that. And Count Orlock, it says this online. Yeah. It says he can barely control himself. So he's like, <laughs> like um, <laughs> fighting, like Robert Pattinson in Twilight when he catches a whiff of Kristen Stewart. And he looks like he's gonna throw up. Yeah, he just looks like he's gonna barf. So it looks like he doesn't like blood. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it does look like he doesn't. Yeah. We should do a commentary track for Twilight. Sure. You want to do that? Sure. Would people listen to com- out there? This is a real experiment because mm-hmm. I don't want to spend my time tracking down Twilight no, no, and no. recording a commentary track for if, if no one's going to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. If people out there would be interested in listening to a commentary track from Guide to the Unknown mm-hmm. of Twilight, let us know yeah. at GTTU pod. Yep. We get enough people and it's totally subjective. Yeah, totally. We see enough people and it seems like that might be a good thing. Sure. We might consider doing that. Well, Mystery that. Science Theater 3000 Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. That might be fun. Have you seen like any of the other Twilight movies? No. no I've not. Oh, you know what? I saw the final one and it was embarrassing. I know he like eats the baby out of her stomach, which is crazy to me. I saw the final battle and it was terrible. It looked really? horrible. The CGI was embarrassing. Weird. Michael Sheen? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is giggling. <laughs> he's the Do you know that he's the, I, yeah. the main villain? I know. I know it's so I weird. I hope he made some cheddar. Oh, I think he did. He's fine. That's the only way it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, later mm-hmm. Count Orlock feeds on Hutter, uh-huh. but Hutter thinks he was probably just stung by a mosquito or something. What? He like denies it. He, he like sees the yeah. puncture things, and he's like, "Well, there's no way that guy ate my neck." So I guess I didn't realize that they could like bite them and feed on them and not kill them. That was a surprise to me as well. I'm surprised that Hutter would be like, "Huh." Yeah, you're like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Uh, Hutter realizes later that Orlock is a vampire because he reads the book, The Book of the Vampires. Orlock is reading the book, The Book? Oh, no, no. Okay, I got you. Got Hutter you. reads yeah, it, yeah. which is like, I guess he had it in his chambers. He brought it with Feels him? Feels a to... little convenient. No, it must have been there, I guess. I don't know. That's that's a question mark for me. Yeah. Here's where things get. I mean, frankly, I think some of that other stuff is really cool, but I yeah. love this. Okay. Hutter searches the castle for Orlock, eventually finding him sleeping in a filthy coffin in the basement. It is filled with dirt from Orlock's own grave. You see, Orlock must sleep by day in the unholy earth from his grave That's sweet. to sustain his power. That's awesome. He takes a bunch of coffins, a lot of coffins, fills them all with dirt from his own grave, and puts them on a ship to go to Germany. And Hutter Hutter sees him doing this. This yeah. is now the grand plot of, of Count Orlock. Yeah. He uh, is traveling now to uh, Germany. He snoozes in one of the coffins, uh-huh. wakes up in the night, kills everybody on board the ship. And then he mans the ship himself? I guess. That's he, really funny. When he gets to is Germany. The, the hull or whatever? <laughs> Ding, picture, ding. Yeah, picture Count Orlock, Nosferatu, driving a ship. Yeah. That's so weird. Hell of a sight to see in the fog. <laughs> Good golly. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets to Germany. Yeah. And he uh, unloads his coffins and starts to release a ton of rats that were also in there. Ew. And they spread all over the place, spreading the plague all over Europe. So they, oh. Count Orlock brings the plague to Europe. How cool is that? Awesome. In his, in a, I don't know why he has so many coffins. He's one, but one person. 
Was that accidental that he did that? Or is it cover because he can kill a bunch of people and people will just think it's the plague? I feel like it's that. I feel like it's yeah. a bizarre evil. Yeah. That's amazing. Like it's what he wants to do. Otherwise, he would just bring the one yeah. coffin. He this must is his have design. Some, yes, it's his design. Yeah. Uh, Hutter's wife, Ellen, uh-huh. reads the book of the vampires oh, herself and realizes that rather than a stake through the heart, uh-huh. which is what we're familiar with, yeah. a vampire can only be vanquished if a woman pure in heart willingly allows him to feed off her long enough to prevent him from seeing, from seeking shelter from sunrise. Okay. Stake through the heart's a bit more succinct, I think. I think so, too. Yeah, maybe we could use another draft. Yes. Maybe she would just be like, you know what? I bet I can distract him. Yeah. But the way it reads, I, and maybe that is what it is, but the way yeah. it read online, at least, this, these are my notes compiled from multiple sources, Yeah, was as if the book says, like, no, a woman pure in heart needs to distract him long enough from seeking shelter from the sunrise. Right. And it's also annoying that to for for the woman to kill him she has to like let him attack her it's yeah. not her actively doing something to him that kills yes. him a woman has to like submit to him and right. it, he'll kill himself and she dies kind of. she, yeah she dies at the end of this he kills yeah. her and he disappears in a pff of smoke yeah wow. um yeah wow so that is that is what count orlock yeah. is up to yeah um back to shadow of the vampire uh-huh. a little bit uh-huh. uh uh <laughs> so that's what he's up to in that movie he's got to deal with the director uh-huh. eddie izzard is the guy who plays the lead, uh-huh. Hutter. Uh-huh. And he's charged with telling everybody, like, we're working with this cool guy named yeah. Max Shrek. He looks cool. He sounds cool. <laughs> and he's going to sound like that the whole time, so get used to it. Yeah. Um, and through all, like, the grand machinations, people are just like, this guy is a real pro. Yeah. He's, like, eating birds out of the air and stuff. Oh, my God. This movie sounds awesome. I know. I really want to watch it. But so uh, it's contrived that Max Shrek mm-hmm. – wants to bite this woman Mm -hmm. and so he does yeah but he's distracted and the sun rises and he dies Uh and the director caught it all on film oh and so it is the real death of a vampire scene in nosferatu yeah according to shadow of the vampire which is very cool that's very cool and what a weird thing for there to be real people that then you fictionalize this grand plot i know the director was actually like – I looked up some scenes of him yelling at Count Orlock and being uh-huh. like, if you don't do what I tell you, you're going to be sorry. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe looking like a big creep with giant fingers goes like, yeah. how could you possibly hurt me when I cannot find a way to hurt myself? Oh. So it's like a guy yelling at a vampire. And yeah. They're saying that that was what Max Shrek, the actor, was like. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. Like I think that's really cool. But like does Max Shrek have family or anybody who's like, can yeah. you not – personify is, my uncle this way is max shrek sitting on a cloud up there being yeah. like what the hell hey, you guys i was just kind of quiet yeah I, was just, I just i just kept to myself i just look like this <laughs> oh he does look like that <laughs> he's also just a very nice man he said he liked to take long walks through the forests sounds nice yeah but if you imagine that he looked like count orlock yeah it's scary <laughs> very scary I'm sorry, Max Shrek. Oh. Very scary. So a uh, few last things. Yeah. Just because Count Orlock became such like a recognizable figure. Yeah. Here are some places that that character or characters that look a lot like him have popped up. Uh-huh. Numero uno. Are you afraid of the dark? Sweet. There was an episode called Tale of the Midnight Madness, mm. which revolved around a vampire that looks a lot like Count Orlock. Popping out of a movie screen and terrorizing. Oh, I totally remember that. Uh huh. Can yeah. you can't you visualize yeah, that vampire disappearing into the screen, completely. fading into black and white again? Yes. Mm hmm. Spooky. Uh, 
in Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Castlevania comes up so much. Castlevania is the best. That is How a really fun game. How many Castlevania games are there? Kristen, it may shock you or not to find out that I've actually done the research, and yeah. it is a lot. Because I feel like a lot of things that I've researched for this show, and we haven't even been doing it very long. Yeah. There's like Castlevania mentioned. Castlevania like is sick. 75% of the time. Castlevania is you're, tr- you know, tromping around. Tromping? Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Around Count Dracula's castle. I mean, that sounds cool. And fighting a bunch of monsters. So yeah. sometimes you come across like the Frankenstein monster. Yeah. Or just giant wolves. That's pretty sweet. Or just like crazy character design that's like really like like almost a big thing that looks like a dinosaur with its bones exposed and stuff. Just like crazy cool horror art it's amazing so in symphony of the night a boss called count all rocks is there which is heavily based on uh count orlock oh you don't say Mm. count orlock was also the inspiration for the original big bad on buffy the vampire slayer oh master that makes sense yeah little bald uh, pale guy um i guess maybe i'll end on this one okay yeah all right i'll i'll leave this one to last you have an impish smirk i do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can tell you like it. You have an impish smirk. <laughs> um, this one I'm going to say out there just because I feel like there are going to be a lot of people younger than us being like, oh, no, it was from that episode of SpongeBob. Uh, Nosferatu is in SpongeBob. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I've never watched the show. I've seen clips. I've seen a million I've, clips. Yeah. It's like unavoidable. And yeah. I, I don't particularly enjoy it myself. I saw like when I was babysitting. I think SpongeBob was making Krabby Patties or something and the lights start flicking imagine. on and off and they look, they they like turn to the right and they go, hey, and it's footage from the movie Nosferatu <laughs> in black and white of Count Orlock standing in a doorway flicking a light switch on and off and then smiling. <laughs> Okay. And like online, people were like, oh, of course, that's the thing from SpongeBob. Of course. Yeah. From SpongeBob. Of course. What? Yeah. Like people like really loved it. Thought it was really funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's here's my uh, – what gave me my uh, impish delight. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King's son, Joe, Joe Hill, Hill yeah. wrote a novel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. You're not ready though. Trust me. Okay. It's very brief. I don't want to oversell <laughs> okay, okay. it, but he wrote a novel called Nosferatu. But get this, it's not spelled the way you might think. Yeah, you no. guys. It's capital N, capital O, capital S, number four, capital A, the number two. Yeah. It's, it's a license plate. Yeah. It's, it's a, a vanity plate. It's a vanity plate. plate. Yeah. <laughs> because that's like the cover of the book is Nosferatu yeah. on Book Club Schmuck Club. I constantly was trying to get Kristen to read this book. No. We never did. <laughs> Uh, but I found out a little bit more about it. Kristen, it's because the villain, Charles Talent Manx III, <laughs> that's the villain of the book, looks a lot like Count Orlock, and someone tells him that, and, uh-huh. and he likes it. So he makes that his license plate. Why do you make that your whole identity? Like looking like somebody who's famously unattractive. Right. I guess own it. I but guess, then but then Joe Hill well. thinks that that's badass enough to be the name of the book and the cover of the book. Ch- Charles Manx. <laughs> Charles. Talent Manx? Charles Talent Manx III. Man, that's a whole lot of name. Yeah, that's, that's name for days. A whole lot of name for a whole lot of man, I guess. It you, takes a real man to want to own looking like Nosferatu. You're right. You could sup on that name for a fortnight. <laughs> And still have the third left over for dessert. Oh, my God. 
That's what everyone talks like. You're right. Um, so that is Count Orlock. Wowie. For the purposes of the show, I will, of course, just call him Nosferatu. No one of knows. Course. No one knows. I didn't know the name Count Orlock. I didn't know. Uh, but how cool. Awesome. Is that weird character. Completely awesome. The bird of death or whatever. That's so sweet. I love it. Me too. That's rad. All right, guys. All right, everybody. That's well, we did it. another guide to unknown in the books. We did it. We learned a lot. We did it. Think about how much smarter you are now than you were at the beginning of this. I know. What good cocktail party fodder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, you probably have a lot of holiday parties coming up. You are right. Yeah. This is great cocktail party fodder. Oh no, I really didn't mean that wasn't intentional. I know, I can tell. Cocktail priority farter. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm no smarter, apparently. Um, no smaratu. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us yep. here on Guide to the Unknown we for out. this week. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're so happy to be here. Yeah, we're so absolutely. happy that you guys tuned in. Thank you so much for all of your Apple podcast reviews, yes. for all of your shares. Uh, we may not have another contest running right this second, yeah. but please keep that going. Please, please, please. Download uh, the YouTube app. Mm-hmm. Look us up under the name Talk Bomb. You can watch the show, see all yep. the images and stuff that I lay over this. Yep. Uh, on the Apple Podcast app, leave us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Give us a big old thumbs up here. Make sure that people out there know that this is a quality podcast with quality scary stories and jokes. Yes, please. Uh, yeah. And tell people. Share the show on Twitter, Facebook. If you want to write some blog posts or <laughs> sure. if you want to change your name to – like little guidey to unknowny or something. <laughs> little guideys. <laughs> yeah, that maybe that's our fan base. Little, little guideys. <laughs> Probably not. I think it is. Um, you can find links to everything you need yep. at talkbomb.com slash GTTU pod. Yep. GTTU pod is, of course, our username across all social media and everything. If you mm-hmm. want to find us, you can find the Facebook group so that you can talk about this show online. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can even talk to us directly if you are so inclined. Yeah. I'm at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Haunted Sponge. And I'm really liking talking to you guys. People have tweeted us at GTTU. Actually, at like all of our names, I guess. Yeah. But um, it's so nice. It so, is nice. Yeah. If you want to talk about anything, please do. I feel like we are where we belong with all the scary Feels right. stuff and Feels good. creepy people and things. Totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped about it. Yeah. So, uh, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Gobble, gobble. Happy Black Friday. Yep. Careful out there. out there. If you've got to be on one side of the trampling, make it the outside. <laughs> Don't be part of it at all. Like, make, Yeah, make it like outside of the store yeah, in your home. Absolutely. Not do even your, in your car. Just do your trampling at home. Yeah. <laughs> this year, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week for another new yep. episode of Guide to the Unknown. But until then, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we for Thanksgiving. Be safe traveling. Oh, wait, that happened yesterday. Oh, well. <laughs> We're going to do it again. Bye. Yeah.